As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Financial Choices Matter. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast, and happy 4th of July. Charles and I are going to talk today about some good, fun, interesting topics. But Charles, welcome in, buddy. How are you? Hey, Mark. Thank you. Great. Everybody that's here in the Valley already knows it's hot. Everybody that's not in the Valley is listening to this. It's hot. By the so. way, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, just in case you didn't know, it's hot. It's hot. Well, happy 4th of July to you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Independence Day. Independence I've, Day. Yeah. You know, I'm... That works for me. It works for you. Well, we're actually going to drop this about two days before Independence Day, but it's our Independence Day show, basically. This will come out around the sec- uh, the second, I think, and we're taping this on the first. So there you go. So okay. now the inner workings of the podcast world have been <laughs> revealed to all. It's uh, a secret no longer. It's a secret no longer. Hey, listen, Charles. So check this out. I don't know if you saw this or not, but a recent poll I saw online said 72% of Americans say they'll prioritize financial plans uh, once the pandemic is over. Now, here's my question. Now, of that 72%, what percentage do you think will actually follow through with that concept? <laughs> Not very many, Not very to many. be perfectly yeah. honest. No, okay. it's, this is New Year's resolutions. Exactly, it's, it's, yes. It's the best of intention, absolutely the best of intention, because people don't have a plan. Most people don't have a plan. They haven't even really thought about what a plan should have, you know, and they go back to their old habits. Because if you don't, change your habits, mm-hmm. if you don't change your behavior, nothing's going to happen. I mean, and, it's just, and we're it's all just, procrastinators. I mean, if you, oh, yeah. you I'll, I'll wait till the pandemic's over. Well, then the pandemic's yeah, over and you go, well, it's almost Christmas, <laughs> you know, or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's, I got into the business many years ago and they, you know, I remember this vividly. They said, Hey, people will spend more time planning their vacation every year than they will their financial and future. It's true. Yep. And it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. And so, yes, is everybody aware of, you know, this, again, I've said this over the last several podcasts, it's, this is the idea of not having any money, not having an emergency fund, just good, sound, basic financial planning idea, have an emergency fund. This is the classic example of, as, as I've said, this is why you have to do it. But if you don't change, because something else will go come into your head the next day, oh, I want to do a financial plan. I want to get with somebody. I want to figure this out. Right, Great. Right. But then something else happens and it's just whatever's going on right now is more important than a good idea that we had yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree with you. And and again, we're, you know, we procrastinate so much as humans that it's easy to to say, you know, I get it. There's the fear factor of not, you know, not being sure what's going to happen and you want to kind of push things off so that you can see how things are going to shake out. But I mean, all you're doing is just, again, delay upon delay upon delay. So be careful of, of getting yourself into that situation. It's very easy to do. And it actually segues really nicely, Charles, into our main topic this week, which is classic pre-retiree mistakes. And you could add procrastination to that easily. That's a super oh, sure. classic mistake. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people will just, we, we will find a reason, you know, like there, like I said one time before, I think on the podcast, there's, there's a section of my yard that's way over in the corner that I, I just refuse to go clean up. <laughs> and every time I ride by it on the mower, I go, I'm going to fix that. And I never do. Right. So it's yeah. easy to do and you're not yeah. alone, but be careful with it. So let's, let's talk about some other classic pre-retiring mistakes, my friend. Um, sure. It's easy to do. Like I said, a lot of different, you know, a lot of things kind of pop up when it comes to it. So there's some financial planning blunders uh, that are, that are quite common that are also quite rare. So I've got a few of these common ones that happen 
really pretty much too often. So I'm going to toss these out. We'll get your thoughts on them. Uh, we'll go with investing, you know, uh, at the age of, let's say, 59 or 60, like you might have when you were, you know, 39 or 40, like a 20 year difference kind of thing, right? Sure. It's a different yeah. animal. I, I'm 48. I should not invest, you know, at probably 55 the way I am right now. Maybe, maybe, okay. probably. No, no. I mean, I think it, I think it just depends. Okay. You know, all right. A, 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 what are you comfortable with? I hate to use it. Depends all the, as the pat answer all the time, but it is the pat answer all the time. It okay. depends. You need to understand the risks. You need to understand where you've come from. You need to understand the all of the parts of this. So you could be a very, very, very aggressive investor as you're older, but you understand exactly what you're doing. Okay. And it was, and most people would look at it and say, "Oh no, that's like a 35 year old would do." No, necessarily. Not necessarily. It's hmm. got nothing to. It's kind of got nothing to do with age, to be perfectly honest. So understanding uh, the risks so, is, is is really more key. Yeah, absolutely. T- time of life in general, you know, and what's going on, and understanding those risks. Okay, that's a fair point. Uh, so, okay. But either way, it certainly falls into that parameter of things that we hear a lot of oh, times yeah. for those classic mistakes. Certainly. Yeah, certainly. Okay. Uh, so security. My, so we'll we'll stick <laughs> with the same thing here. My brother just had a birthday uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So he just turned sixty-two. So you know, he was like, "Well, I guess technically I could go down and turn social security on if I wanted to." Now, now he's not going to. But I said, "Well, have you finalized? Is that part?" Part of the plan that you and your advisor worked out, and he's like, "No, <laughs> I was just saying I could, you know." And but I, I got to think about that. It's like, well, people do that in general. They go, "Well, I can, so maybe I will." I don't know. And way too many do without and don't have a plan, and maybe probably more than likely than not shouldn't have done it. We've never ever had anybody come into our office where we've talked about social uh-huh. security with them where they've really understood all of the options. Never. And I will also say that vast majority of the advisors out there, and I'm being perfectly blunt about this. Uh-huh. They don't have any idea how it really works. That's amazing. Um, though. They have a very vague idea. They may know a slight bit more than the client does. They don't know. And, and Charles, um, it should be a part of your strategy, not just like a side piece, right? I mean, it's oh, not yeah. like, here's my financial plan with my 401k and my yada yada. And then over here is social security. No, it shouldn't be like that. They should be together. Yeah. It's a giant income producing asset for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's indexed to inflation. Yeah. You got nothing else like that. Basically, you need to understand it. And here, you know, for us, Sherry knows that stuff inside and out. She is the expert. I know enough about it to be a little more than dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I just defer to her because Sherry's she's the guru. We've, we've, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, last year we found a client $40,000 of extra money he didn't know he could get oh, from wow. Social Security just because he filed. We told him how to file right. Right. Yeah, an extra forty thousand dollars is awesome. I could, you know, everybody could use an extra forty thousand. That that'd be a nice, uh, that's a nice find. So, all right, let's keep moving along here on our classic pre-retiree mistakes. What about focusing on tax prep versus tax planning, Charles? Big difference. Tax planning is looking forward. Tax preparation is taking the numbers in the past and putting them in a return. It's gigantically different. If you look at your tax return, if you look at your ten forty down there, whether your CPA or whomever does your taxes for you signs, it just says tax preparer. Doesn't say tax planner, doesn't say tax advisor, it says tax preparer. Our dentist, when we used to live in the Seattle area, used to say that he finally found a, a CPA to do his to help with his business stuff that wasn't just a tail gunner. In other words, just look back, give me the numbers, I'll plug them in, and didn't do any forward looking, forward thinking planning. You know, with the income tax situation the way it is right now and all the other stuff going around on around the world, tax planning can be critically important for the long term. How many dollars do you not have to give the government when you retire? And it's a huge deal. And then there's a gigantic difference between the two things. 
Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of times we do get hung up on focusing and thinking about the annual thing. Obviously, this year in 2020, you know, officially tax day is July 15th, which is about a week or so now from the time we're taping this. So, yeah, definitely different animals. But uh, we want to make sure, especially as a pre-retiree going to a retiree, that we are focusing on that uh, that tax planning uh, yeah, and absolutely. not that tax prep. Okay. Uh, two more here on this classic pre-retiree sure. mistakes. We've got the our friend, you know, the healthcare needs, right? So assuming that a lot of that stuff is covered by Medicare, I think a lot of folks walk into it thinking it's going to cover maybe more than it does. Yay? Nay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, long-term care is the biggest issue. Fidelity does a, a survey every year, a, a prognostication, if you will. And they the numbers vary depending on the year it's done. But out-of-pocket costs for retirees, a couple at age 65, their out-of-pocket costs are somewhere in the neighborhood of, and, and again, it depends on you know what year I looked at lately, uh, like $300,000, $350,000 out-of-pocket for healthcare costs in retirement. And that doesn't include long-term care necessarily. Medicare does not cover long-term care. I mean, they cover a little tiny bit of it, but basically it's not covered by them. So uh, again, this is all just part of planning, all the things that you need to have in, in mind and have a good good idea what it's going to really be like when you do retire. So uh, it's it's all part of the same big giant plan. That's what you're supposed to be in. Anyway. Right. That's what it's supposed to be. That's a great point. All right. So final one, taking additional risk to make up for lost time. This is something that definitely happens, obviously, when downturns come into play, Charles, like we've seen recently and obviously back in 08, 09. If you're, you know, if you're 50, 55 in, in that range and, and you feel like you're not quite ready for retirement, because probably more than likely you don't know anyway, um, and you wind up swinging for the fences, right? To try to make yeah. up for what you perceive is lost time. And again, you're doing all this without really truly knowing anything. Yeah, you are. You're, it's, it's kind of a ready, fire, aim. Sometimes, and we've had to tell clients this, sometimes it's, it's just too late. You're never going to be able to get to where you want to get to. You either need to stay working or do something completely different for a lot longer than you want to, or you need to totally change what you think you want to have when you finally stop working. And they don't like it, but that's the reality of it. So honestly, sometimes it, it's too late. And, and just taking more risk, there's, it's called more risk for a reason. There's more risk. Doesn't necessarily mean there's obviously going to be greater returns for that risk you're taking. So you kind of need to know how to balance all that out, but can't spin straw into gold. So <laughs> right. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't try. Blood, just blood from a stone, all that stuff, right? That's right. It's yeah. gonna it'll the likelihood is it's just gonna cost you, to yeah. be perfectly honest. Okay. All right. Well, so that's some classic pre-retiring mistakes. Pretty simple stuff there, folks, to to really try to avoid and easily maneuver uh, if you just take the time to work with somebody and work with a planner and have some conversations and do a little bit of uh, prep work. Not a lot, but a little bit. It goes a long way. And of course, Charles and the team can help. Charles and Sherry can help you out uh, by simply reaching out to them at 480-513-1830. That's 480-513-1830. If you have some questions or concerns, you can also check us out online uh, at pelotoncapital.com. You like how I said us, even though I'm not I'm just the podcast guy. <laughs> but you can check well, them out online. At, at, uh, feels like it. Feels like it. I appreciate it. At pelotoncapital.com. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose. You can also submit an email question to the podcast. And that's what we're going to do to wrap up this week's show. We got Rourke in Phoenix, and he says, Charles, my financial advisor, seems to be doing a good job of managing my investments, as far as I can tell anyway. But we never really talk about things like Social Security, life insurance, or even legacy planning, which are things I feel should I should be getting some advice on. What's your thoughts on this? Is it typical? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm very prejudiced about this whole thing. You've got what sounds to me like an investment guy. 
not a planner guy, not mm. an advisor guy, because those are other topics that you're looking at, including, and you got to throw taxes into the mix also. Those are the things that you, if you want to plan, if you want to have real advice on all of those things that impact you, you need somebody that's going to bring it up and have that be part of, of the initial conversation they have with you. And to, you know, somebody that does financial planning doesn't necessarily have to be a certified financial planner. That's just a designation that anybody can earn, basically. doesn't mean that they are the only people that do planning. I'm not a CFP. We do financial planning all the time. That's right. the premise of everything that we do. But if it's just investments, investment is a piece of the overall plan. But it's not. It's just, a, you know, if you're, if you're not getting what you want, you probably ought to either have the conversation with that person and say, hey, can you do this for me? And if they can't, then maybe you ought to look at somebody else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So thank you, Rourke, for your question. We certainly appreciate it. Again, before you take any action, you know, reach out, have a conversation. There's nothing wrong with getting second opinions, uh, by the way, on lots of things. We do it in many avenues in life. So you can do one on your financial uh, life as well. And it doesn't even mean you have to take action. It just means you're going to get a second opinion on what's happening, and then you can have a bit, hopefully, a better informed decision. So reach out to Charles if you'd like to, Rourke. We certainly, uh, he's available for you at 480-513-1830. And that's going to do it this week for the podcast. Again, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever uh, platform you choose. Just simply type in Financial Choices Matter, or you could also just go to the website, PelotonCapital.com. That's PelotonCapital.com. We've been doing this podcast now, I don't know, what about, what about a year or so? More than like that. that. You and I, yeah, I yeah. think more than that. More than that. I, yeah, I'm sure. So we've been uh, we've been hopefully providing you with some good information and and uh, things to help you along your path to and through retirement. So if you've got questions, again, reach out to us. And for now, have a great 4th of July, Charles. Enjoy that new grandbaby, and I thank will you, see you, you soon. Great. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time right here on the podcast, folks. Take care, stay safe, stay sane, and we'll see you later on Financial Choices Matter. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.